Everybody, welcome to the Fans Edge Sports Talk Podcast, hosted by Mike and Essie. Hopefully, you all are following us on all of our social media platforms: the uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at the Fans Edge. If it's Facebook, we have a Facebook group called the Fans Edge Sports Talk. Uh, just going ahead. And getting right into this, bro, uh, we got some top stories going on, man. Uh, Washington, they they came up with a new name, and their new name is Football Team. So, anytime you hear Football Team, you got to think of Washington. <laughs> it is what it is, bro. <laughs> what do you think about Washington? Going from you know the Redskins, and we shall say that no more after this. But going to the, the football team until they can find something else. Really, I think this is just temporary, but it's really funny to me because they couldn't come up with anything. And well, they don't need to rush it. I understand that. Right. But at the same time, I don't it's know like, what I would have. Oh, <laughs> yeah, like, come on, like something. But I understand. I, I don't understand. But it's funny because everybody was clowning him. LeBron saw LeBron got to clown him. Dwayne Haskins was like, I mean, hey, because you know he from the whole he from the DMV, so he was like, I'm ready to represent my area as a whole. So it's it don't matter to me. Right. Nothing really changing. They just taking off the logo, so it's just gonna be nothing. So yeah, man. <laughs> I think I think it's. I mean, I think it's crazy. I mean, as much money as they have and the things that they can do, the cre- the creative team that they have, you could come up with a name in this short amount of time. I mean, I, I get that there's no rush, but come on. I mean, there, I just feel like there's some great names that people have already thrown out that you can go ahead and, and use. You know what I'm saying? You are right. But also at the same time, you got to think about the risk – well, well, the Redskins, formerly known as the Redskins, the Washington football team, my bad. They're really going through really like a rebuilding period because their culture is toxic, or that's how it's been reported in the last couple of weeks. So maybe they were like, we got to handle this first, and we'll come to the name later. They just need to go ahead and draft some more Buckeyes. You know, Dwayne Haskins. Already starting off, you know, and I'm sure then you got it. and then you got Chase Young. I mean, they come from a winning culture, so I mean, hey. why not just put the brand around them guys? You know, I mean, to be honest, the Washington Buckeyes does sound pretty <laughs> entertaining for me, for me at least. <laughs> All right, uh, in in more news, talking about college football, Michigan State's entire football team. Uh, will be quarantined for two weeks. This was reported back on Thursday, this past Thursday, because a second staffer and, and one other student athlete have now both uh, 
contracted the Rona, man. So what, what this just tells you is, is nobody is safe from this. Anybody can go ahead and get it. And the fact that they're, quarant they're quarantining for two weeks, I think that this goes ahead and shows exactly why uh, all of these conferences, if not every conference, is talking about going to, what do you call it, uh, conference-only games. I mean, this is exact reason why. If you need schedules and things to be moved around, it's easier for a conference to do that than and schools to do that versus trying to move things around between two conferences and multiple different schools and things like that. You're right. I I understand. I I, I get it. The players need to be safe and they want to be safe. I feel like the, the NCAA, the reason why they haven't came out with like a reason or hasn't came out with why, if they're having a season or not, is because I think they're sitting back and waiting to see how the NBA goes and how baseball is going to go and how I guess the start of the NFL is going to go before, hopefully not the start of the NFL. Now, we should have college they, football before then. I mean, I know I've already know that some schools are moving up their dates just to make sure they go ahead and get a game in. Yeah. <laughs> but you also see schools that are, not having seasons. It's just a weird time right now. Right. But maybe we'll get it. Hopefully we'll get it. You know, and, and just speaking of, of Michigan State, you know, I have been on record saying that these players, they want to play. And most of the players who I follow or I see on social media, they want to play. You know, I haven't heard any of them come out and say that we don't want to play. But there is a Michigan Football player, their starting right tackle, Jordan Reed, who came out and he tweeted this out, and I'm going to quote him. Guys are testing positive across the country, left and right. Why is there still a discussion on the season? Why is it taking so long to make a logical decision? Hmm, let me guess. Revenue. Hashtag NCAA. Hashtag Big Ten. Now, this is where you get players calling out the NCAA and saying, hey, you guys aren't paying me. You guys aren't using me. And, I mean, will, will this end up having enough weight to be like, we cancel the college football season because we can't play these players? If if it picks up more traction, I will, it, it, it definitely could because players are tired of – one thing we've seen throughout this is players are recognizing that they do have a voice. They do have a following that people, they do have an outlet, which happens to be their social media that people can get behind them and rally with them. And there's all tons of players across the country that are tired of being used by the NCAA and not getting their due. Hence why we're having all these cases and deals going on. So I can definitely see people getting behind this. And if they cancel the season, and it's canceled. Yeah. I, again, you know me, I, I'm definitely going to hope that the season is not canceled. College football is one of the things that I always look forward to. And, you know, we, we got the College Fantasy League going on. Now, is it going to be different? Yeah, it's going to be different, you know. 
we, is this some things that we're going to learn from? Uh, might not be as many games, so I have to take that into a, into account. But I'm going to tell you one school, and, and I want to say that we, we've had this talk. I'm not sure if we've had this talk uh, on the show, but just talking about Notre Dame not joining the conference, and now all of a sudden they're working with the AC with the ACC and playing for an ACC conference championship, but you're not part of the ACC? As an ACC school, I'm going to tell you this. I'm pissed. And I know some ACC schools don't want to give this up because I didn't realize until this whole situation went on that there are so many ACC and SEC schools who have rivalries with each other. Do they end up giving up that rivalry for the season just for Notre Dame? I mean, <laughs> that's that's huge, man. So, I mean, I think that this might need to go ahead and be that lesson that Notre Dame needs to learn, possibly the hard way. You don't join the conference. You don't play during this time. Sorry for you. This is why you have a conference. Exactly. And, you know, we be talking to Smiley. We be giving Smiley all types of hell about this all the time. Like, y'all need to join the conference. Maybe if y'all joined the conference, that one loss wouldn't hurt y'all. Maybe y'all would have right. got in there. And now I don't think they should get it. I think they should honestly continue to miss out on what teams that are in conferences. Because a lot of people, some people like to downplay the significance of the conference games. But they do hold a lot of weight because it's best versus best each side who comes out. So without them having a conference game, without with them being independent, we've told Smiley multiple times, y'all should get in, y'all won't get in until y'all join a conference. So I would definitely be pissed if I was any other ACC school if they tried to do this. And I'm, I would be pissed if it happened. Yeah, and talking about being pissed, my man Le'Veon Bell, he went on and put out and said, man, people hit you up, tell you, hey, jump on this train just so that they can hop right off. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about the New York Jets. Go ahead and trade Jamal Adams to the Seattle Seahawks. And from what I'm getting from that tweet is, Jamal Adams was like, hey, man, everything is gravy over here. This is where you need to be. I would love to be your teammate. I think that we could do big things. But then, behind closed doors, you start going head to toe with the Jets, saying, hey, I want to leave. Trade me. I could tell you somebody who not pissed off, Russell Wilson. Facts. <laughs> Facts. So, so what's up with this trade deal, man? I mean, is this is this, does this benefit the New York Jets? I mean, maybe locker room wise, it might benefit them, but does this really benefit the New York Jets? Eh, kind of short term. Short term, no, it don't benefit them. But long term, I could see it benefiting them because they did get. I think it's two first round picks and the next two drafts, and I think they got a third. So. They can acquire some talent through that. They, I guess, are saving some money by not signing Jamal Adams so they can go out and get some more people. So short term, 
probably this season and a couple of seasons, yeah, I could see it hurting him long term. It could potentially be good. I don't know. Jamal Adams is really good. He, I feel like whatever he was asking for, he probably should have got it, but he didn't. I know the Seahawks are happy, very happy. I would be happy if I was a Seahawks fan. Hey, <laughs> Seahawks fans are definitely happy. Uh, maybe they could get some of that Legion of Boom back that they lost. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and, and we're talking about someone else who isn't happy. We don't know what this person's emotions are really like, to be honest. Uh, I mean... They just announced, you know, and to be honest, man, this was one of my favorite wide receivers in the game, someone who I enjoy watching play, uh, someone who I just enjoyed, like, period, on the football field. And that's Antonio Brown. But all of this off-the-field stuff, uh, I mean, and we could we could battle back and forth. Some of the stuff may be understandable, a lot of the things, man, just really wish that he could get the best help that he could get. But he came out and said that he was going to retire. He's mad at the NFL for uh, not wrapping up the investigation, not telling him, you know, anything. Now he's hitting the retirement button. What? I mean, are these just drastic decisions by AB or what's really going on? I don't think he's trying to retire. I it's hard. It's hard to tell with Antonio Brown, you know, because we never know when he's trying to do something serious or if he's trolling. And right. it's it's sad to say that's just the reputation he got. That's one of the reasons why he's kind of not in the league right now. But I feel like give it some time, he'll get back in the league. But some of the points that he made i i do agree with in what he said like yeah some players well, what are yeah what are what are some of the points like he like i said some play like some situations players just have to sit back and wait on them while they drag their feet and they're just left out in the air like i agree with that but him getting his chance it's all on him he just has to sit back show silently somehow that he is <laughs> that he is you know getting his stuff together and he's in the right mind state to be back in the NFL right and that's and that's really what they they're asking him to do I feel like is is you're going to conform to the way we want you to do things and it's take it or leave it you are not bigger than the NFL you're not bigger than any team and you're going you're, you're going to have to deal with it you know but uh, speaking of that, I think that there's one league that handles things, you know, a lot better than than most teams. I mean, or most leagues, I would say, and especially with working with their players. And that's the NBA season, man. The NBA season has returned. Uh, we're, we're talking about July 30th. Everything kicks off. Now, they had the NBA scrimmages going on. NBA scrimmages started uh, this past Wednesday, and they will end this Tuesday. So if you've been looking for live sports, and it's not golf or it's not soccer that you want to see or anything, well, guess what? 
You got live basketball. Now, yes, it is scrimmage. A lot of people don't like preseason. It is what it is. We got some play. Now, I got to watch my Lakers uh, ball against Orlando. There were some points that I liked, some points that I didn't like. Uh, I do say this, that FLA plans to defend a title. I mean, not defend, but chase a title and get back to that. They got a lot more work to do. Now, there are, there are some things about the Los Angeles Lakers that I do like and the things that I think will get them to a title. Their, their leadership and veteran quality players that they have on there, speaking of Deion Waiters, uh, J.R. Smith, as long as he's in the uh, right mindset state and not on the uh, Black and Miles in the Henny. <laughs> That's when he had his best, though. Hey, nah, bro. <laughs> he went from swish to swoosh and out of there, boy. Man has not played since, what, uh, November 2019 or something like that? Yeah. So, I mean, the Lakers, the way that they have been winning and dominating has definitely been off of defense and making teams play to their level, also getting things going and transactions transition basketball so i mean i was glad that i got to catch uh one of those games i also got to catch a uh, raptors game and trailblazers game and uh just hoping my boy Melo. i think he gonna i think he gonna heat up you know i spoke about it on the last show i think that he gonna heat up once the playoffs go uh get to going because i know he has something to prove yeah uh i only i didn't really catch Obviously, all of it, I was working, so I got glimpses of it. But I saw Bobo. I got glimpses of Bobo when he snapped. Snap. Yeah. Crazy. Ridiculous. And I don't know. It's just it's weird to me how they kind of have it set up. Like, I understand closed off location, just the teams. But why have... I understand why to socially distance <laughs> to socially distance like the team, the players on the bench. But they're just about to go out there and be all uh, like defending each other, fist bumping each other, like all of this. So on the bench, I just I don't understand it. But I did it. I enjoyed it because it's refreshing. It gives normalcy. But when things kick off, when the regular season happens, things are going to heat up, and it's going to get real interesting. So one of our fans, they didn't mean uh, Melody. They meant Mello. <laughs> they said Mello might go ham. So I guess they're in agreement that this is, you know, Mello's time to shine. But, yeah, man, talking about um, Mamba, oh, my goodness. Uh, what he did this offseason, if a lot of you all do not know, he went ahead and put on extra weight. His coach asked him if he could do that, and he went ahead and did it uh, to see if he could add something more to the team. Now, I do realize that he is going to have to get a little bit more comfortable playing with the extra weight and things like that, but I think it's something that he'll end up finding uh, finding his foot and his, or his footy and playing a little bit better. Now, if you're not understanding what Essek is talking about, about the distancing on the bench or whatever. So, you know, on the basketball team, they normally sit, you know, straight line, 
right Shut down up. the yeah right down the low on top of each other well what <laughs> what they're doing now is is there is it's like a little they're in a box you know uh i don't know how to explain I'm, this really imagine this, a movie theater yeah a movie theater <laughs> yeah you That's just in the yeah you in the balcony or whatever and in the balcony everybody is sitting you know every other seat and then the guys who normally hand you a Gatorade or water and stuff, they can't do that. They got to drop it in the bin that's on the back of your chair. <laughs> Mind you, after the game and everything, they all dapping each other up, talking, on the court, hugging each other. I mean, there was that, you know, I know the NFL is saying that you can't swap jerseys and things yeah, like, like that. What? But in the NBA, they over there like, hey, what's up, man? You work, you, work, you for another team dapping each other up? I mean, some players don't even have a mask while they're talking to the other one. It, if you're in the bubble, you're in the bubble, right? Everybody done been tested. I mean, the only way that someone can catch it is if they enter the bubble and not been tested. So I want to know who's entering the bubble and not getting tested. You know who is getting tested? Hey. Hey. <laughs> Hey, Lou Williams, <laughs> I know where you're going with this. Okay, so if you all do not know, if you all do not know, this man Lou Williams got a chance or got uh what do you, how do you say this? He got approved leave to be outside this bubble, right? <laughs> Mind you, he's going to have to quarantine to get back in this bubble. Now, it was found out that my man Lou Williams was at the strip club making it rain <laughs> instead of being with the team. Damn. So now the, the NBA is investigating <laughs> Lou Williams. Well, to be honest, I just feel like, hey, you don't get to come back in the bubble. You're reckless. We don't know. You probably you need more testing. Don't bring whatever you've been doing. Back in here, please don't. <laughs> yeah, he need his own separate bubble. He need his own quarantine. What is dude like, thinking? He tripping. <laughs> hey, he was like, "I'm gonna get out. I'm gonna enjoy this." You I swear, they ain't gonna let me out the bubble for a while. I swear, man. I swear. All right, man. Uh... <laughs> All right. Talking about uh, something that I'm shocked is happening. We got Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones Jr. And, I mean, I wish these guys could have fought a little bit sooner, you know. Uh, definitely wish that. But, I mean, you all are right now, uh, you're looking at the tail of the tape. You know, between Iron Mike and Captain Hook. Uh, if you're not, if you're listening to this on, on the podcast, you know, Mike Tyson is three years elder to Roy Jones uh, by fifty at 54 years of age. Uh, Mike Tyson has won, I mean, has had 58 fights, got 60 wins, uh, six losses, two no contests. Roy Jones got 75 fights. 66 wins, nine losses, 47 knockouts by Roy Jones, 44 knockouts by Mike 
Mike Tyson. And I mean, the crazy part is, is their last fight distance. I mean, it's over a decade and some change. Mike Tyson has not fought since 2005. And Roy Jones Jr. hasn't fought since February 2018. Now, I did go back and look at some of Roy Jr.'s uh, fights. And let's just say Roy Jr. Roy Jones Jr. is not the same. He's not. I watched the man get knocked down, get back up, and get clean knocked out. So, <laughs> and I, I just put it to you like this. I've been watching Mike Tyson uh, interviews and different things like that. And this was before he was talking about he was going to fight. And just how he was breaking down in tears, how he felt like he wasn't the same person and things like that, how much he missed being in the ring. You about to get this man that one chance. I pity the fool, and yes, I said fool, that gets in the ring with this man. He's a different beast. I remember just watching his documentary and just him talking like just the way he was explaining everything. He was just sitting there saying, like, I was a dog. Like, <laughs> if 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 like he was talking about his uh his trainer. And I, keep, I forget his trainer's name, but he was just talking about, like, if his trainer told him to go mow somebody's face off, that's probably what he was going to do. Yeah, you're talking about, uh, it's like Kamada or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Don't get me, I'm not trying to lie on the man name or mess it all up, but. Oh, you no. Trust me, I know. I've I've watched several documentaries yeah. and things like that on Mike Tyson. It's, it's interesting, though. Like you said, even Roy Jones Jr. said that he wished it would have been earlier. He wished it would have been, like, when they were younger. <laughs> but it is what it is. Roy Jones Jr. said he was just trying to stay retired, but they just keep drink drag, dragging him back in. And yeah. Mike, he Mike done, done so much. <laughs> Mike done done so much. He, done, he said he wanted to come back because he done done all kinds of stuff. He done lived his life. He wanted to come back. See if he can still do it. He feel like he can do still do it. He looked like he can still do it. I didn't believe it at first when it's when he said he was coming back. But then you watch his training videos and you're like, and, oh, he, and, he's serious. And the, and to be honest, he said, and this is crazy. Just thinking about his physique and everything, you know, just back then, um, when you know he was in his prime, and we're talking about someone who we would have thought was in shape. He's talking about he feels better now than he did back then. And he about to enter, and you about to enter the ring with this man? Couldn't be me. Uh, while we're talking about this, uh, people are just going ahead from Facebook. If you are on Facebook, please go ahead and hit that StreamYard link and just go ahead, allow them and uh, click it because it'll allow us to see your name so we know who we're talking to when you're joining this discussion. Uh, people are talking about it, and uh, they saying Tyson is in three. What do you think about that? Potentially. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I think Roy can run around, can, can run around for to, to last more than three rounds, man. But I think it's going to be a fight. I think it's going to be a fight, and I'm just telling you, that boy better hope Mike Tyson don't land a punch, man. Yeah, 
I, I know it's gonna be a fight. I don't want to like I don't want to just say Mike just gonna go out there and destroy Roy Jones Jr. Even though that's what he's known for, because Roy Jones ain't no slouch. It's just kind of hard. I don't. I got Mike, but I don't think Roy gonna make it easy for him. Yeah, we got two months into this fight. This fight is going down September twelfth in California. It will be on pay per view. And check this out. Y'all won't believe this. I know if, if you're watching live right now, you already see it. But if you listen on the podcast, Nate Robinson versus Jack Paul on the undercard. What do y'all think about this? What is going on? I mean, I don't I don't even know how I feel about this, man. I mean, Kryptonite, you I mean you could do the impossible. But man, I mean, we about hey, we about to see them hands. I guess so. It's it's a weird thing. All in general, I didn't. I thought it was this was just gonna be like a celebrity boxing thing when it first came out. I didn't know it was gonna be on this card. Yeah, you know, see if Nate got them hands though. Jake Paul is just he so, always talking. So yeah, I want to see if he's gonna back it up because I'm watching this fight. And now, now somebody did say. They did hear that there is no knockout rule. But you're going to really tell Mike Tyson he can't knock somebody out? Or Roy Jones Jr. Let's just go ahead and say that. I mean, these men are known for it. Known for it. I mean, what Mike Tyson did in the Olympics was just crazy. I mean, I don't think it even – the fight didn't even last 30 seconds in the Olympics. No. I – See, at that time, I think I want to say he had the fastest knockout in the Olympics. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it could still be a record. I don't know if anybody has broke that since or not. But, I mean, come on, bro. Anytime I think about just Mike Tyson punching and knocking anybody out, I just think about the boom, perfect timing thing. If you look it up, it's hilarious. Right. I mean, I don't know. They're gonna have to figure something out, bro. Yeah, they have to figure something That's out. That's why it's it's two months out. Everything's not concrete. We'll we'll learn more when it get closer to the fight. That we will. That we will, man. Uh, and so with with basketball coming back, are we going to have some good basketball? That's what a lot of people want to know. You know, the fans are not in the stands. It sounds so quiet. It's literally like you're watching a rec league game, you know, especially with the, you know, the players commentating. Another thing that's killing me, man, I got to talk about it. The cardboard cutouts in MLB. <laughs> right. Now, people been talking about it. I done seen it. You know, Yo. they'll talk about it on, on Twitter and on Facebook. But actually watching the game <laughs> and seeing it is so different. <laughs> and I mean, just just seeing the ballparks empty just don't look right. You know, like baseball is supposed to be America's game, things like that. It's just not I mean, the same. With the MLB part, it to me, 
I was like, baseball is cool with no fans because sometimes they have double headers and there's nobody there. So if anybody can do it with no fans, they'll do it. They can do it. The cardboard cutouts of that, that's a little extra. I find it a little funny, but then I'm sitting there like, why is it just sitting there? Like, they got dogs. Like, I understand people bring their dogs <laughs> to the park, but they don't have their dogs behind home plate. But with the NBA, will we have good basketball? It, it, dep- I don't know. I mean, let's not just talk. Yeah, let's not just talk basketball, man. I mean, you got college football and, you know, uh, regular football. I know that they're talking about having some fans in the stands, but I mean, for the most part, it's going to be empty. And let's say that they don't have any fans. I mean, you're talking about taking an element away from the game that has – it's the whole point of having uh, what you call home field advantage, you know. Uh, I mean, to me, from just watching it, the fans just give it a whole extra – you know, I mean, yeah. let's say, let's say you look down at your phone and you you know something happening because you hear the fans in the background. You're not going to get that chance, people. Yeah, it's it's just going to be a weird time, I guess. With the limited amount of people that can be in there, I guess they're going to make enough noise. We can hear it possibly. Or they just gonna like play music in the background a little bit. They gotta do something because the comment just hearing the commentators gets I don't know, it gets <laughs> real annoying at a certain point. Yeah, right. That's another thing that the fans help out with because sometimes we don't even hear them because the fans so loud. But it's gonna be hard, but I some players are obviously I don't think are gonna give it their all, but there are gonna be those ones that because it's just in their DNA to give it their all, they'll they'll shine through this, and I feel like they should get the most credit through this. They probably won't though, and it's just a it's a weird time to go through it. But at least we're getting back to some type of normalcy. Right. We just better be glad we getting some. Yeah. Man, well, that does it for us here at the Fans Edge. If you tuned in, I am so glad. Appreciate the support. As you see, we are trying to do things a little bit differently uh, on our YouTube and Facebook Live site. Uh, We're we're still working. Uh, Nothing is set in stone. But make sure that you're following us on our social media platform. Uh, We want to hear more from you all. We also want to start getting some people on the show so that we can go ahead, talk, and debate with you all as well. So make sure you're following us on all of our social media platforms. Also, if you don't have the time to check us out on our live videos or you don't have time to go ahead and watch it, just go ahead and check us out on our uh, platforms, on our podcast platform. We are on Anchor. That's what we... Uh, record our shows on is Anchor, but it also goes out to Spotify, Apple Music, and most of your major uh, podcast platforms. Thank you for joining the Fans Edge. We love y'all. Looking for more interaction with you all. And if you have 
any recommendations or any comments, please let us know. Hit us up. You can put it in the DMs or you can add us. We love y'all. Peace out.